chips are usually the one you know but 15 pounds no 15 pounds for like two portions of chip nah that's just not it but do you know what is it what this episode oh yeah absolutely let's go hello we're short supply and this is bang on the move the series from our podcast bang on where we visit a show and invite you to the pub chat afterwards in this series we are out of the studio visiting exhibitions and events across the uk and letting you know what we think of them. I'm Beck. I'm Molly. We're your hosts. Now let's get stuck in! Right, so here's the description of what we're seeing today. Um, Erwin Worm, Trap of Truth, mm. at Yorkshire Sculpture Park. Renowned Austrian artist Erwin Worm presents his first major show in the UK with a significant selection of sculpture, paintings, photography, video and drawings. For over 30 years, Worm's art practice has questioned what sculpture is and what it can be. Through absurdity and humour, he addresses social and political ideas of consumerism, throwaway culture and our desire for self-improvement. I always find it difficult to connect with descriptions of art and like shows and stuff. Because I'm like, oh, it just sounds so intellectual. Just I want to stick my ass through a caravan. Yeah, you read that and you think, God, that sounds boring. Yeah. Why would I want to go and see that? When they're, just, when they're using all of the big wanker speak. Well, actually, I mean, that doesn't have any wanker speak. For me. It's not, it's like truthful. It's just, it doesn't sound fun. There's too many words for me to follow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, folks, if there's more than five words in the sentence, I will not be reading it. No, <laughs> you've lost me. Right, so before we go and see this show, what are your expectations? Well, I'm thinking? expecting to see the truth trapped. <laughs> Right, okay. You know, does what it says on the tin. The description is far too long for me to follow along with it. I heard Erwin Worm, 30 okay. years, Austrian, consumerism and throwaway culture. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was lost on me. The rest is history. Wow, that's all you heard? I heard a lot more, but that's all. That's the only words that I retained. Okay. The listeners should know that we are both long-time fans of Erwin Worms from the very first time that we saw his work in person at Venice Biennale in 2017, was it? Yeah. So I'd known about his work prior to that um, because in 2017 was when my art practice was just straight vibes and silliness and what I would call any excuse to call something a piece of art in very loose terms. And Erwin Worm's work felt I resonated with it because I was like, I could be a sculpture just for placing something on the floor and standing on it and being Mm. a bit silly. I love this. Um, And it has a lot of other, I have a lot of other associations with it too. Queer body and movement and all this other stuff. But for the sake of simplicity, that's kind of where my interest came from. It was definitely one of the best shows I've ever seen. I was much too anxious at the time to become a one minute sculpture. So I'm really looking forward to, I'm going to become a sculpture, you know? I'm going to let people look at me. You're going to do it. It's so strange because I'm sat here thinking, what are you talking about? But now I'm remembering, oh yeah, you didn't do any of them because you felt awkward about it. And it's so weird thinking back to a time when you were like that because now... I don't care. You, well, I have to hold you back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I crave the attention. You can't climb on that. Watch me. <laughs> yeah, try and stop me. I'm she like says, a whippet. scrambling up the pylon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you put a sign on that says, do not climb, I'm going to climb it. <laughs> Well, anyway. um, But yes, I am excited for 
participation, for interaction of artwork. I'm very excited to see if there's anything new, anything I haven't seen, any holes I haven't poked into yet. I seem to remember in 2017 when I got in the caravan and stuck my head out of it and everyone realised that that was what you were supposed to do. They flocked to you, they were like, flies on shit. Then a queue formed and then we had to leave. But one thing that I really appreciate about Erwin Worm's work now, like in 2023, there's been a kind of rise of quote-unquote Instagrammable exhibitions, shows that almost exist to create a spectacle that you want to take a photo of or that you want to get like a video of that you'll post on social media to give them like really good free promotion and to get them like good press and stuff. Erwin Worm's work almost pipped this to the post in a way. Mm. The work is subtle but it also invites this engagement and it wants you to take a photo it wants you to be immersed in in the world of the silliness i do love being silly but that's the point of the work at the very core of it it's more genuine in that way and these works have existed since before instagram existed all right then put your shoes on let's go feel some joy and do some family friendly fun let's get wiggly back we're back we're back we've walked our tiny little legs off we've sweated like pigs we've had our little picnic it's time to trap that truth (laughs) it's time to trap that truth honey (laughs) yeah we had our um lunch which was really nice um it's always your sculpture park's just such a great place sublime it's it is sublime it is sublime but yeah okay well what do we think i loved it you did i did what (laughs) It was fun, it was frivolous, it was fancy free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it was just refreshing, maybe, is the right word. It's refreshing to see artworks that seem so simple and so easily viewable. You don't have to look at it and like try and scrutinise if there was a deeper meaning to it. I can just look at a giant hot water bottle with feet mm. and I can enjoy it mm. at face value without having to know deep down what it is. And maybe that just makes me a loser for not needing to know the deep down meanings of things. However, I'm here to have a good time. I don't think it does. I think that's what I like about the work too. You know, when we first walked around that corner and I just saw that handbag with giant blue legs. Mm. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It really is such a shout. It's such a great setting for these works. The colours um, against the landscape. We went yeah. on such a, like, it, it was such a good day as well to go on. Yeah, really, really bright and sunny. Um, we've got some some great photos that we'll inevitably share. Um, but yeah, I agree that that hot water bottle one against that, against the blue sky, so beautiful. They tower over you as well. Like, they're really impressive. I think I really appreciate the scale of them. They just go all in. They're just massive. Mm. It's not, like, just a little bit big. It's, like, five people stacked on top of each other. They're, they're really kind of towering and a little bit... They're imposing, but you don't feel like you're being looked down on because of the scale of them. Mm. Yeah, I guess... Um... It's not a flaunt of wealth. It's... <laughs> <laughs> the comforting hug from a nice uncle, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it is a fortune of wealth because I can't imagine how expensive they must be. But do you know what? You better do it. But what I mean is, like, I don't look at them and think, fuck me, what a load of money he's got. Like, I look at them and go, uh, I enjoy I looking at them. I don't immediately look at them and go, God, I can't do anything of that scale because I don't have the money to. I think the only thing that, that was more of, like, a question that I kept asking myself was, where the hell does he store them? <laughs> Some of these are huge. And then Molly reminded me, he is in fact rich. He probably has warehouses or, I don't know, plane hangers 
to store these things in but i'm like they were in, they were colossal with, i'm like people with gallery representation have all of these things and more um, it's not honestly i wish i'm imagining him with like this rickety shed in his back garden with all of these sculptures <laughs> sticking out of the room like we have or like we have the pylon in our back garden but he just has like the milk carton with legs yeah just sticking out of the roof of this old shed i wish it was like that but you know i'm I'm presuming erwin you can get in touch with us and tell us if we're incorrect um but yeah so i guess um just to paint the picture a bit um so when you first arrive um there's obviously the underground gallery which is where kind of the main show is but then there's god so many there's like what 15 of these 20 of these kind of large-scale sculptures that are just across the park just for you to wander around and kind of some of them you can kind of walk all the way around them some of them are kind of um like barriered but most of them you can like stand right next to it and i saw at least two that you could sit on as well they'd been turned into benches oh yeah the car yeah we didn't get to sit on that because when we went over there was two people already there and i didn't want to muscle in on their romance yeah i was like i don't want to break that moment and also we've just got here like if we sit down now i'm never gonna get up again oh hell no it's like beanbag logic it's like 28 degrees um <laughs> that car will be hot <laughs> but yeah i guess i mean something that is just nice about these kind of works and again that invitingness to engage with them is the reaction to them the people who are right there like having their photos taken doing the poses and doing the whole thing and the people who are a bit more reserved and who are looking over and just enjoy watching other people engaging with them we, we went up to a few people and we were like oh do you want us to take your photo and they were like no no no, no definitely not but it's nice watching you know it's nice watching other people and i'm like what a nice thing you know it felt like there was a, a solidarity going on like um in that sort of space um and that nice um we took a photo of a nice older couple who were doing a little dance in between the two the two suited pink suited geezers yeah that was really nice it was nice to see them because they obviously do dance classes or something yeah or they have a history of dancing together and yeah. they, seeing that connection between a couple that were just kind of doing a, a little foxtrot be between these two Owen Worm sculptures compared to us who had our phone on a tripod because of course we were prepared <laughs> just trying to recreate the shapes that that the suits were making yeah it was it was really nice and then you know the the kind of group of people that kind of congregated around whilst people were taking photographs yeah I loved that it felt um very community driven mm. There was yeah there was definitely a nice vibe to it and i guess there's there's a range of of reactions in the sculptures themselves as well i mean i think one of my favorite ones is the metallic one that's like like that's like a blob on legs i don't know how else to describe it it's like a metallic blob on legs yeah 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 um and i like it because obviously it's mirrored so there's like another layer of that kind of you interactiveness in you being in it um, which I just really enjoy. Like you, you and I love to you and I um, <laughs> love to take a, a wobbly mirror photo, um, and that is just like another level. But it's still a you know, it's not. It doesn't feel um, gratuitous and male gazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it doesn't it's it doesn't feel like it's been made for that express purpose it's just a nice addition to it to add that nice layer and yeah there's um yeah i really enjoyed i really enjoyed those large scale sculptures what was your favorite piece that you saw of the large sculptures outside of all of it well we haven't got to the gallery yet 
Oh, I'm we, excited. Let's 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 walk everyone there. So we once we'd kind of looked at all of the the garden, kind of wider kind of park sculptures. We went into the underground gallery. Um, you had a nice moment with the car and the air conditioning. And the air conditioning. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I love that italic car. Like a car on italics, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like that piece. Mm. And then the kind of main room with the the bulk of interactive pieces, I would say. The stools and the caravan and the pickle bar. There was a sink cabinet that you could both sit on. It was called Raft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't manage to get through to that one, though, because after I started interacting with the caravan, we managed to form a queue of people that also wanted to interact with the caravan mm. so they started queuing around where raft was so we weren't able to interact with that one this time i was a little bit upset not to see the suitcases that we saw at the biennale the suitcases that we could sit on top of and <laughs> yeah. ponder life for a minute yeah i did like those favorite piece favorite piece jesus this is this is hard it's hard to pick gotta whale it down baby um life's brutal <laughs> Life's brutal. Life's brutal. I mean, can I do it between can I do it between two? Can I do it between two? Only if you give me the reasons as to why. <laughs> well, I like the um caravan. Of course. Because it's iconic. Holds a hole. It has holes of holes. It it almost feels a bit nostalgic as well. Mm. <laughs> like it's liberal use of nostalgia there. But um it, it was nice to return to it and to be like, oh, it's like an old friend, you know? Um, and I really got a kick out of recreating the bum one, I have to say. You got a kick out of it. <laughs> I got a kick out of it. But yeah, it was really joyous and it's still great. Like it's a great, uh, it's just a great idea, you know. It, I wish I'd thought of it. But I also really like the pickle. The big pickle. Which pickle? The pickle outside or the pickle bar? The big one, the biggest mm. one. The big pickle. I hesitated though. Well, they're both good. You know, they're both pickles. I like them. Do you have a favourite piece? I have a favourite genre of piece. Hang on, I had to pick one and you, you're picking yeah, a genre. Yeah, I will still pick one because there is a particular one, but I just want to appreciate the genre. Okay, okay. Go on then. God damn. <laughs> the genre in question are the boxy shaped people. Mm. Oh yeah, they're, they're sick. I mean, it's all great, but yeah. I like but them. the favourite piece is definitely the, the poster boy, the milk carton man. However, I don't actually know the name of the work because I didn't look. There was like a very small collection by the caravan of physical clothed versions of it rather than the kind of larger aluminium and, and you know, enamel painted one that was outside, which yeah. incredible. Mm -hmm. But there was something about them being life-size that I really liked and I think I connected with them in a way, that mm. kind of idea of bodies in space, but it not being bodily shaped. Yeah, I, I like those two. That I mean, I like it all, but I think the only thing about the only thing I didn't like was in or well, I wouldn't even say I didn't like, but that I was le the least bothered by, um, is at the in the last room what I would call art that's like trying to look like art. Um, they're mm. like casts of of objects with kind of again like this pink sort of dripping glaze on it and whatever. And there's something about, <laughs> maybe it's just my preference, but there's something about the ones that are like trying to look like high art. Compared that, to the fridge that was supposed to look like it was made out of butter. Yeah, like that I just 
don't like as much. And I think this might have been because they were like artworks, but also kind of maquettes almost. Mm. And perhaps, you know, perhaps I'm reading them wrong. But I think the drawings are underappreciated, actually. I think the drawings are great and they're, yeah. they're underappreciated. I'm not going to bang on about them. But yeah, um, I think they're great too. Quick argument for you. Okay. Do you think you're not as keen on the artwork that we would say is typical abstract artwork to stereotype? Do you think you're not as interested in that because you have a certain expectation from Erwin Worm? Like you you are almost expecting the silliness? I don't know. I mean, they are still silly. I mean, they're like casts of chairs and, and stools and like cushions and things like that. So it's it's along the same vein. It's something about like the iconography of it. Mm, come through, bachelors. <laughs> that it, it looks like, ah, yes, here is a specific art object. It's meant to not be functional. And it's also meant, it's also like on a plinth, you know? Mm. It's like elevated away from everything else and it's pristine, don't touch it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that the kind of, I'm not as drawn to it. Um, but also I think we're drawn to things that we resonate with, like, you know, the little square person with the cowboy boots, adorable. Oh, the, the like Argyle jumper, adorable. Like they're just, but they're things that I like. So, you know, I'm just, I'm more drawn to them. And mm. I think that's a mixture, a mixture of, of a lot of things, but, um, all right. It probably is to do with expectations as well. Though. Fair argument. No follow-up questions, Your Honor. <laughs> cool all right i'm wondering did anything surprise you about the show yes but it wasn't necessarily about the artwork Mm. i wasn't expecting to make a friend while i was there and that surprised (laughs) me you did make a friend (laughs) i was just minding my own business sticking my appendages through many halls molly taking photos from outside the caravan and I got hot in there. I realised that there was a queue forming and that there was, you know, two little kids with their parents waiting to come in. This little boy, got to be maybe three, four years old, mm. wanting to get in through the doorway. So I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll hop out so that I can uh, let them in to take some photographs. And this little boy wouldn't mind out my way. So his dad kind of picked him up. And this kid screamed, sat on the floor and said, I want her back in. I want her back in. And he would not get up off the floor and go in the caravan because he wanted me to go back in it. Mm. Because he would, he, he only wanted to go in if I was in there with him. I have a feeling that the reason why he was so kind of connected to you is because he saw you as being an integral part of the piece. And when you weren't there, he didn't quite understand it. So, but you be, then being able to show him how it worked. So I offered... <laughs> She seemed relieved that you'd offered and she was <laughs> she was quite grateful. I was um, just thinking, you know, it's a hot day. This kid's probably traipsed around quite a bit and he's getting tired. So I thought I'd jump in and help. And I offered to go back into the caravan with him. And he was pleased as punch. Mm. He was like, my name's Oscar. And I was like, my name's Beck. And, you know, I, I lifted him onto the little bed so he could try and stick his arms out because he <laughs> couldn't get his legs up, obviously. He was small yeah. out of the holes and... I held on to him so that he could stick his bum out of the big hole and God love him, he nearly fell completely through it. He was so little and he was so sweet. But that's what surprised me about the whole day. I didn't expect to come away with a new friend. What's your surprise? What surprised you? It surprised me how much I enjoyed the fact that I could experience this with other people. Mm. I really enjoyed watching other people 
have that realization for the first time of like oh you're supposed to like stick your arm out of it or oh that that drawing tells you what to do like seeing other people experience what we experienced a few years ago when we saw the work in person for the first time and you kind of you get the full picture that was really nice and I enjoyed watching you know I enjoyed the older couple interacting with them and I'm surprised by that because normally people annoy the ever-loving fuck out of me in galleries you can never seem to like have a moment's peace some someone is is making too much noise or someone is stood in the way is this why you don't volunteer in galleries because you'll just end up screaming at people yeah well okay. partly but normally that's that's the shtick for me but I really enjoyed um, watching people interact with the sculptures and things because it kind of brings a playfulness out that we all need to make room for a bit of silliness you enjoy that aspect of it more than when you do in like normal galleries because you have connected with like you kind of connected with Erwin Worm's work in 2017 the way that you don't necessarily when you go and see other gallery shows you don't interact with them you don't participate in becoming part of that artwork whereas with artwork that's like Erwin Worms that is expected so I think you don't get as annoyed seeing other people interacting with them because it's almost mm. expected of them too mm. and you feel such joy when you're near kind of interacting with them that it's nice for you to see the joy in other people as well mm. experience yes. it maybe for the first time not a completely withered old bastard yet not yet, but there's time. Okay, so... Last little segment. What have we taken away from this show? What has sparked our curiosity? I had my curiosity sparked. The the boxy kind of people, the milk milkman, hmm. milk carton man. Genderless, they're genderless. They are non-binary and this is queer. I liked them because, yeah, they don't take the form of masculine or feminine. Um, and my art practice in general tried to look at the, the divide between masculine and feminine gallery setting and domestic settings that kind of stark differences and then as my practice has developed um, I've started kind of just looking at bodies in like you know bodies in space bodies taking up space more of a, a spectrum vision hmm. and there was something about those works that I was curious about how were they made what was underneath the boxes how did they make them so perfectly box-like how did they um, make the clothing like how how did they stitch the clothing for it to look natural maybe I'll start making work again well, just as a slight non-binary counter, not a, I mean, not a counter-argument, but I think just to kind of flesh out the point that you're trying to make, mm -hmm. they, they do have masculine and feminine attributes, but they don't have a gender. Mm. And that's what I really like about them, because there's a reason why the bodies in suits you call geezers and why, you know, the bodies with a dress and cowboy boots, you know, you call a young lady. Because, you know, it's mas it's masculinity and femininity. It's those kind of expectations. But they aren't given that identity. That's presumptions that we're bringing to them. Mm. Like some of the work that I've made that I guess later on I've realised has definitely taken some inspiration from Erwin Worm. The portraits that I've done in particular with like garden chairs and objects and things. Great work. Because bodies and objects and whatever, like being non-binary, it's kind of, complicated understanding where you fit into all of these assumptions um, and it feels better for me sometimes I connect more with these objects what's sparked my curiosity a similar thing like I've come away really wanting to do more research into Erwin Worm and if there's any intention with that what 
we're obviously both getting as queerness in different ways. I'm really excited to explore that more because I don't I don't really remember digging into that in the past. Um, certainly didn't in uni. And yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, there's uh, my head's full of my head's full of ideas, and I also feel really inspired to make some stuff. And this is what exhibitions are for. Can I see a collaboration on the horizon? Collab, us making art together. What did James say the other day? Short supply. They're like artists, but not. <laughs> the shade. The shade of it. <laughs> right, that's it then. We'll be dropping a new episode of Bang on the Move every two weeks with new bits we've had a look at. Search Bang On in your streaming app to listen, like, follow and subscribe. You can also check us out on social media at Short Supply MCR. Don't forget you can access bonus podcast content on our Patreon, including the power to recommend an exhibition to feature in a future episode. See you next time!